Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Top to Bogdanovich, drives right by Grant, kicks to Donovan, wide open, catch and shoot three, got it. Joe Ingles holds the ball down low by his ankles. Drives with the left hand, back up to Donovan. Donovan goes right, jab step, pull back three, got it. Donovan Mitchell having quite the first quarter. O'Neal, cross court, looping pass to Ingles, catch and shoot three, got it. Joe Ingles with a little rest is back to his catch and shoot ways, and the Jazz are getting assisted threes here early in the ballgame run. Donovan driving, powering to the rack, double clutching at the rim and finishing for two. Donovan Mitchell seeing Jeremy Grant and thinking of the bubble. There's some highlights as the Jazz get get the victory. Couple wins over the weekend. They blew out Milwaukee. Friday night, that was pretty convincing. A 13-point win, and it followed up with a 10-point win in Detroit. As you said on TV last night, lots of happiness, PK. Well, sure. Anytime they win, everyone's all excited. Uh, they played very well. Now, it's interesting. You know, we talk about defense and blah, blah, blah. And all these highlights are of the team scoring. And you just have to score. Scoring just lifts everybody. It lifts the momentum. It lifts the defensive intensity. And everybody feels good about themselves. And they've won two in a row. they got two more this week on this trip that seem winnable. And, you know, six and four is not bad in a West that's really locked with so many good teams. They're keeping pace to a degree. they got to find some consistency. Yeah, a lot of teams have had the ups and downs that they have had. There have been a lot of crazy scores. They're a game behind the Lakers. They just had one of them back. They could be tied for first. Of course, you got a gazillion teams separated by just two games. They did win with defense in 96-86. That's uh, the first time they've held a team under 100 points, and they held them under 90. It's the first time they've been held under 100 and still won a game. They've been held under a couple times and lost. I thought a lot of things about that game in Detroit uh, – were pretty good and exactly as you'd scripted. The thing is the offense down the stretch. That w- that was the big red flag. I mean, to jump out to that big 17-point lead, everything was going great. Uh, you know the other team's going to make a run. That's pretty common. We saw that in multiple games just yesterday, the Lakers and the Warriors. The difference is the Lakers had a bigger lead and never let Houston get it down to single digits, whereas the Jazz were up five a little less than two minutes ago. But they had a little cushion, and that's good when a guy banks in a three-point shot. You need a little cushion just in case something unlucky happens. And they had it, and they won. So as you say, on to Cleveland. Washington's the other trip, and both those games look winnable, although you've been checking out Cleveland's guards, and there's two things you've noticed about them, PK. One, they're good, and two, they're not there lately. No, Sexton and Garland haven't been playing. I don't know what the status is, and uh, what was it, uh, leg or foot or toe or something on Exum somewhere down there. And he's going to be out for a little bit, so they may not even be close to full strength. Westbrook's not supposed to play tonight for the Wizards against Phoenix. We'll see what that matters for later in the week. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Thunder down a bucket. Kills Alexander into the heart of the paint. Across his body. Banks home a tough 10-footer. My goodness. Murray gets a high pick to Nikola Jokic. Bounce pass on the pick and roll. Stutter step. Drive. Dunked it home with two hands for Nikola Jokic. His fifth dunk of the season.
AD's had a couple of great games in a row, blocking at least three blocks in a couple of games. Could go along with three steals, and he's got nothing but net from the right side, right hand. Leonard Wiggles goes into and past the elbow. Finger roll home. Kawhi Leonard then goes down hard, got tangled up with Temple, but Kawhi's up to 35 points for the game. There's some of the highlights from a uh, busy day in the NBA. A lot of the contenders in the West are just talking about how it's all, uh, it's just so competitive at the top. The Clippers are a half game in front of the Jazz. They beat the Bulls 130 to 127. Kawhi Leonard, 35 points and no mask. Yeah, they just say that the mask was off. And so maybe for him that mattered to where he played well. I don't know about that, but nevertheless, he had 35. I thought the, uh, the other night when they lost, he said some things have to change. That was the big thing. Uh, and so they did change to an extent. I mean, the Bulls with Levine, man, he's scoring all sorts of points. What do you have, 45 yesterday against the, uh, yeah, the, Bulls the had Clippers? A, and the Bulls had 127. That is a big number to not win a game. So it's probably yeah. not everything changed, but enough change that they won. That's what it matters. Lakers won. 120-102 to 102 over the Rockets. Anthony Davis had 27. Uh, Marquise Morris and DeMarcus Cousins were both ejected. Cousins swiping down at the ball and catching a big chunk of LeBron James's head. <laughs> okay. Those are two guys that you would expect to be ejected. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a list of players in the game. Guess which two guys got kicked out. Yeah. I'll take my chances with Marquise Morris and DeMarcus Cousins. Yep. Warriors won again. They've won four out of the last five. They beat the Raptors 106-105. They had a big lead in that game. They blew it and, and fell behind and then managed to pull it out right at the end. Yeah, so. They fall behind. I like that. I like yeah. the emphasis on behind. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. So there, after a terrible start, they're pulling it together a little bit, and they are uh, right there side-by-side side with the Jazz right now. They are also off to a... Six and four start. Yes, they are. Miami and Boston did not play. That looked like a uh, a big game after the way the playoffs have gone the last couple of years. But uh, COVID nineteen issues, contract tracing protocols, so uh, Celtics didn't have enough guys eligible to play. And the Hawks guard Bogdan Bogdanovich suffered a fractured right cheek. Or excuse me, right cheek. How did I do that? Monday morning, PK. Fractured right knee. Knee, cheek. Is that close? And uh, I think you were thinking of, uh, you know, Philadelphia and Mo Cheeks. Probably not, but yeah. sure, that's as good a cover story as anything. He is set to miss extended time. MRI reveals an avulsion fracture. Small chunk of bone attached to a tendon or ligament gets pulled away from the main part of the bone. That's an avulsion fracture. That's gruesome. That's more than I need to know. How yeah. about Kyrie Irving not playing for, what, his third game? And they're saying, reports are, that he's upset of what happened last week. I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> Brooklyn Nets, 5-6. and six. They're not even in a playoff spot right now. Kyrie, you're going to need to uh, help the Nets win games. Really, this is where everyone's going to – every reporter, every talk show host can borrow the Paul George phrase, right? When they're paying you that kind of money, you owe them a championship. Yeah, I don't know that you owe somebody that, but I think you owe them the ability to go to work and play as hard as you can. I think they owe you that. Uh, it'd be nice. I, li- I like what Paul said, but I mean, Irving's—he's uh, been—he's been, he's been a, wild, a lot. He's been a wild card. 
Yeah. I mean, what do you think of that? Should, should he not be playing because of what happened? Uh, no, I would think he should be playing. And I think, I think there are probably plenty of people in America who are upset for a wide variety of reasons who are still going to work, including lots of NBA players and clearly lots of NFL players. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Well, the Utes were up by 10 at the half, probably playing as well as they can, PK. But Oregon forced turnovers, started running, and ended up coming back to win that game 79-73. It was a good first half for the Utes, but man, Oregon at the start of the second half took care of that lead in pretty short order and made it a competitive game, and then from there got the win. Yeah, I had hope for the Utes watching that game. Uh, but it it was they saw it fritter away, as Yach says. I like that. They frittered it away. Uh, but, yeah, you would have thought that they would have been able to hold Oregon at bay a little bit longer in the second half. But, no, that went out the window. And here they are again, losing. Ryland Jones said in the uh, media availability before the game that, um, you know, that we can't turn the ball over because they'll get out and run. And he says when they get in the transition, they just kill people doing that. I mean, they just they, they put up big murder in a hurry. Man, that's strong. Yeah. And that's what they did. They got some turnovers. They got some quick hoops. And they're right back in the game. Utah State, nobody gets back in the game with Utah State. Well, maybe this week. Not last week. New Mexico gets beat 82-46. to 46. Aggies win in by about 33 points a game as they get off to a 6-0 start in the Mountain West. I don't know the last time we saw one of our local teams win six straight conference games by an average of 33 points. And I know they haven't played some of the better teams in the league, and that is probably about to change here. But it's been a good run. Now, can they can they do it against San Diego State? Well, I'm interested to see what the Aggies can do against Gonzaga in the tournament. Nice. In the national semifinals, you're thinking, or in the regional final? How will that be seeded? That's up to the committee. I don't know how that's going to play out. We have to go. you you got to do the whole body of work. Right. And The whole body of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, Boise State and Utah State are both 6-0. and Now, the teams that they've blown out, the Lobos are 0-6, the Spartans are 0-6. Air Force is 1-5. So, yes, it's been six awesome wins, but right now as it stacks up, those are three of the four worst teams in the league. And UVU started a bit whack play with back-to-back wins over Cal, Baptist, and U Southern Utah won. They are 9-1 overall, 4-0 in the big sky, and in first place after an 83-67 win over Idaho. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Josh firing deep down near the end zone, looking for Diggs. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown, Buffalo! There's Stefan Diggs, a 35-yard hookup with Josh Allen. Touchdown, Bills! A play action. Goff lost the ball. Left side, caught the five. Robert Woods walks in and launches it into the stands in celebration. Touchdown, L.A., and the Rams are advancing. Bucks, third down three. They need to reach the Washington 33. Dropping deep, Brady throws the ball to the right side. He's got to be open. Antonio Brown, 3-2-1. Touchdown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jackson to throw. Steps up, pocket collapsing. He escapes. He's to the 40-yard line. 35-30. Lamar Jackson to the 20. Leg race, 10-5. 
and he's pushed out of bounds at the one-yard line. No! Signal is touchdown! Lamar Jackson! First and ten from the 11. Breeze under center, looks to throw over the middle, has Mike Thomas across the goal line! Touchdown! Baker's got the snap on third down and four, delivers the ball, it's caught Landry's got it at the 25, at the 20, Peoples Jones blocking for him, he's at the 10, the 5, he leaps and scores! Touchdown! And the Browns lead 13-0! Six NFL playoff games. That felt like something that is here to stay, PK. (laughs) The playoffs are not going to be uh, going back once it's 12 teams. Uh, The Bears, okay, that was a bad game, and they're 8-8, and and they got in. But on the whole, that felt like something the NFL liked. We're going to be seeing more of that going forward. Yeah, I would think the casual fan didn't even notice that this was new as far as that goes. They're just looking at these playoff games. Well, if you're going to play three Saturday, you're going to play three Sunday in the first week, obviously. So, yeah, I think it was a hit, opportunity to make some more money, give some teams some more hope, give their fans some more hope, get excited about it. So, sure, yeah, if you don't make it, then, you know, you have more disappointment and there's more pressure on the coaches. Wait a second, we've got it added another one and you still didn't make it? <laughs> but they're probably going to be fired at some point anyway. Yeah. It seems like that's a big merry-go-round of coaching that we go through if you have your job for 10 years in the NFL, that's a shocker. So as far as that goes, yeah, the games were good. I, I like the Brown-Steelers last night, my kind of game, all sorts of offense. And turnovers. So fun. Of the six games, road teams won four of them, which is a lot. But, of course, there's no crowds. And so, you know, does that fire up players? And does that intimidate refs into making or not making calls? And, and go through all of that. I would think of the four road teams that won – a couple of them, I mean, you could see Tampa Bay at Washington coming. That wasn't a surprise. Uh, you, the Ravens uh, came in on a five-game win streak. The fact that they won in Tennessee, that game I think kind of looked like a toss-up going in. But were you more surprised by the Rams winning in Seattle or the way the Browns beat the Steelers? Well, if you're going to have that many turnovers, that's going to uh, lead yeah. to a whole bunch of points. So if you throw that in there, you could see how that happened. But Baker Mayfield, you know, he's come around. Uh, maybe he's just grown up and they found some stability. They're not changing coaches every three weeks and all that stuff. Taki Taki with the big interception. So that was fun to see. Uh, the Ravens, they did have fans there in Tennessee. I think they had, they had 13,000 yeah. or something. Yeah. But the Seahawks offense at the end of the season, or really in the middle of the season, uh, became much less efficient and prolific. And I need to be on record as uh, I know what I'm talking about because my team to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl Seattle goes out in the first round so I'm a shrewd evaluator but I was very very surprised that the offense didn't have more success well when you were talking about them winning the Super Bowl early in the year the offense was awful uh, or excuse me the offense was great and the defense was awful and as the course of the season went on those two things flipped their defense became pretty good and their offense really wasn't nearly as productive and in the middle of the season they had a lot of injuries and DK Metcalf, who was making plays deep, they got that taken away. And it's like the Seahawks didn't have any counter for that. And that's the kind of thing that happens over the course of a season. And the turnovers uh, killed them. They only had two. It wasn't as many as the Steelers had. It wasn't dramatic on the first play of the game and all that. But the pick six, not just the points, but huge momentum swing for the Rams. And then whatever last chance they had late in the game, and I don't think it was very good, but they did have a chance. They were getting a punt with seven minutes to go, you know, and they needed to go score, get a stop and score again. 
And they fumbled the punt and gave the Rams a short field to put the game away. So those two turnovers sunk them. And those are the only two turnovers in the game for either team. Goff coming back from that injury, that was kind of amazing. Man, when you hear guys getting pins in his thumb, you don't expect to win a playoff game, but he did. Or he had to come back. He did, yeah. Holford got hurt and uh, looked like either neck injury or concussion or both. Ended up being diagnosed as a stinger. Yeah, the stinger. I think it was more the neck. Uh, for the record, I don't have them winning the Super Bowl. I had the Chiefs repeating, but I had them coming. They had the them NFC. going. See, uh, so uh, that was a surprise there. But the Rams, I've seen. To, I've been been wanting to count them out all season. I've actually counted them out like three times, and they keep coming back. Uh, Zach Moss, ankle injury. Don't know if he'll be available. The Bills beat the Colts in the first game, their first playoff win since '95, and. The Browns had their first since 94 and all that. So the the Bills and the Browns advance. The Browns are going to Kansas City. The Bills are going to host the Ravens. Don't know if Zach Moss will be able to go in that game as he went off on a cart there late in the game. Uh, DJ and PK, what else? We got anything else we need to pass along? Donald Trump, the president, is going to award the Presidential Medal of Freedom to Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. What has he done to get the Medal of Freedom? Supported him? Ellen DeGeneres got it. What did she do? Yeah. I don't know. What do you have to do to get that thing? I don't get it. Uh, they have to nominate you, I guess. Yeah. And then the president says okay, and then you do that. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Matt looks. End zone. Up goes Devontae. Touchdown. What? Fields is going to throw, and he arches that one down the right side toward the end zone for Olave. Grabs in traffic, comes down with it. Touchdown, Chris Olave on a 28-yard pass from Justin Fields. And in traffic, Olave comes down with his 10th TD catch of the year. Alabama and Ohio State tonight. They'll be down there on the, uh, the Dolphins field playing for the college football National championship. Who you got tonight, PK? How's this going to play out? Well, I, it's really hard for me to say because anytime you have two Cinderellas in this thing, anything can happen here. Nice. Bama number one, Ohio State number three. Bama is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. They set the over-under at 75 points. So you put those things together, Vegas expects something along the lines of 42-34 maybe, 42-35, somewhere in that range. That would add up to the total points and the and the spread. And the uh, Alabama defense has been giving up points this year and Ohio State. So for Ohio State to get there, you can see that. But Bama's offense has pretty much been unstoppable. Can they just go down the field, drive after drive? And then the Bama defense just needs a few stops, not a lot of them, to win the game. They can go down the field against the Rams, so of course they can go through Ohio State. And I, I'm I'm sort of bored with this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but at the same time, we're gonna I'm watch going it. to watch. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But see, we're the hardcore. It's just losing the casual fans that'll impact the ratings. It was the the BCS has been I written. It was doomed give a crap because Bama. About the ratings. I know, but but <laughs> Bama and LSU rematch, which we didn't like, but we watched. But it wasn't watched by the casual fans. It got low ratings, and people say that was the impetus for expanding the playoffs. I don't care about the ratings. Yeah, but I'm you out. care if they expand the playoffs. That's money, man. 
So, that, of course, they're going to expand the playoffs. That's No matter what the ratings are, if I can make another dollar, they're going to do it. So, just... When you, I just want you to know, going forward, when you bring him ratings, I'm checking out. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has agreed to a new deal to remain with the Wolverines. He's going to get a base salary of $4 million annually after making $8 million this season. Now, he's got a lot of bonuses built in, so chance to make more money there. But it's been pointed out by a lot of people since this news broke, and it broke at the, after our show on Friday. There was a lot of it was coming out, that Auburn changed head coaches and they won more than Michigan's been winning. But that wasn't good enough. And so I'm wondering, do you keep going to the SEC because they pay more money, or does the SEC start seeing people say, what do I want to go there for? I can average nine wins, I can win the conference, and you'll just fire me anyway. I'll stay here, I got the good money, and I'm going to settle in, and uh, they'll build a statue for me here, and I'll make more money than I can ever spend. Is this ever going to work against the SEC? People are going to chase money. I mean, that's if that's what you're asking. Is that how, what? Sure, but Harbaugh's getting money. You don't have to go to the SEC. We've seen the well, SEC I mean, poach coaches. I from mean, the but yeah, but you just randomly choose Michigan Harbaugh versus the MC. You've created an argument that doesn't exist. Well, Harbaugh's the guy in the news now. Uh, but, but he's he's have SEC. Why? Why? I don't. Yeah, you bring up SEC as somehow it's detrimental to the SEC that Michigan is har- retaining Harbaugh. I don't. I don't understand that. Well, it plays into that. It means more in the SEC. You know, people you, are going to follow the cash. Is this breaking news here? But you don't have to go to the SEC to get the cash. There's how many Division One t- head coaching jobs? Yeah, one thirty. Okay, well, they. they I, I, I really don't. I don't understand what your point is here. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Bill Bender, National College Football Writer for the Sporting News, is going to join us in about 20 minutes to talk about Alabama and Ohio State and the state of college football. And Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, is coming up at 805. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.